Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode of Bobcat 411. I'm Mariah Simon, the Lifestyle Editor, and with me today is Presley Cox, our Photo and Multimedia Editor. Hey guys. So Presley and I had the opportunity to go to Float Fest this weekend, and we covered it all weekend, and so we're going to be doing kind of a recap for you guys today. Hopefully some of you got the chance to go out there and check it out. If not, you know, hopefully this will give you a reason to do it next year. Um, so what was your favorite artist would you say that you had the chance to see Presley was taking photos the whole time so she got to see a little bit more than me but I think Quiet Company was my favorite they just their lead singer was always doing something different he was he interacted with the crowd he went over the the audience barrier several different times and just interacted with everybody so that was the most interesting thing I think yeah there was a particular time when he was singing Benny and the Jets and he literally jumped over the gate into the crowd and people just surrounded him. And it was just such like a, I don't know, a festival moment. Like when you picture a festival, that's the kind of thing you picture happening. And I actually got the chance to sit down with him after his performance. And he just, I mean, he's one of those artists that just wants to leave everything on the stage. He was, he was really fantastic. Um, the food was really good there too. I mean, they brought in a lot of like local Austin restaurants and like San Marcos restaurants. So it wasn't just like, a corn dog although they did yeah. have corn dogs they had gourmet corn dogs they but had a good variety yeah they really did and I think I mean I don't know about you but I think what made it unique was the fact that it wasn't just you know a concert it was three days of tubing and camping and music and great food and they had I mean they even had a water slide it was I think it was pretty unique what do yeah. you think yeah yeah they had a bunch of stuff to do yeah it was it was really nice but Something I did notice, and I don't know why this happened, but there was not a lot of people here. You know, I, I heard last year there was 6,000. Wow. And this year, I mean, at the most, there was hundreds, I would say. Yeah. There I was, was, I don't think it ever hit 1,000. Yeah. I was impressed and how many people weren't there. I know. That I was, was the too. first thing I noticed. Like, we, we would get there when the gates opened early in the day, and at one point there was only like 40 people and I was like surely like surely they're all tubing yeah but they just never really showed up I mean I think the busiest day was probably Saturday definitely um, given the size of the venue I was really surprised I know just I mean it could have held a lot more people but I think probably the ticket price had something to do with it yeah you know last year it was one day and it was only like $40 and this year it was a little bit more expensive but you were getting a lot more so mm-hmm. I don't know if people just didn't want to make make that deal or not yeah but it was very interesting. I also got the chance to talk with the Digital Wild, and they were something. I got to talk with the whole band, and it was really, really cool to hear how they came together and took, like, they all worked independently on themselves as artists and focused on, like, certain genres, and then they came together and just created this really unique sound, and, and people seemed to really be receptive to that, and I think that they were probably one of the best um newer artist at the festival you know they had an earlier time slot but like they said it's all about growing and just having the chance to to play at the festival I think made a really big difference yeah did you did you get to see them uh I didn't see them I saw her as soon as she got off stage she was definitely unique looking I liked her look and everything her image about her was really cool yeah it seemed like each one of the band members had really taken the the chance to develop their own unique style before coming together and I think that's so important you know it really makes a big difference in how you appear on stage but you know a lot of the artists that I talked to were telling me how hard it is to play at a venue like that because when you're outside the sound doesn't feed back to you so you're literally just 
feeding off the audience. And if they're loving it, then you're loving it. But if it's kind of dead, then I, I don't even know how they would correct it. It kind of blows my mind. And, and it was really hard to see, too, with the sun and everything. And I was just really impressed by every single one of the performances and, and how they were able to pull it together. Yeah. There were a few times, talking about the sound, I couldn't even, like, hear Paul Wall. Like, I, yeah. I obviously heard the music, but him in the he mic, was so I, couldn't, silent. I couldn't hear him. And I think, you know, I think it's just kind of like a trial and error type of thing because it's obviously very challenging to do that. But, you know, people loved him. That was another yeah. one. He and had a uh, very different performance. Yes. He was all he, over the place. You could kind of tell, like, as people were coming in each day, who they were here to see, yeah, uh, which definitely. I thought was really funny. Um, and there was a lot of Paul Wall fans. Oh also, yeah. Bunby, he was yeah, a big one. He put on a really good show. He put on a great show, and it was so cute. He had his wife and daughter on stage, and they were like, there was a bunch of beach balls in the crowd, and at one point she like kicked one out. Yeah. It was really, it was a very like human moment yeah. for him, I think. It was personable. And um, I have to say, though, my favorite performance of the, the whole thing was definitely Ghostland Observatory. I did not know what I was walking into. The only thing, the only warning we had was um, a fellow photo guy told us they were going to be using lasers, and um, that's bad for the camera, and so we kind of waited to take pictures, but that kind of, like, led me to believe that, okay, like, this has to be electronic music or something, and wow, I mean, they they killed it. It was really, really impressive. I've never seen anything like that. No. It was really cool. I really honestly haven't. You know, I've been going to ACL for, like, four or five years now, but even like their electronic music performances, nothing could top this. It was it was really incredible. I really wish they had had more people there to see them. Oh, but for sure. But he was making really good use of it. You know, he was he was doing a really great job. He was very active on stage. Yes, extreme killer dance moves. Yes, and like it was just there was like it was obviously at night, and there was just like a bunch of smoke and you know fog that they had done like the lasers, and you would just see like silhouettes of him on stage. You never really get a good look at him. Yeah, and, and even the guy that like was running the DJ, and he had that like light up cape. Yes, yes, he was, was he really was cool. rocking a unique look. That's for sure. Everybody just seemed to really enjoy themselves, and I think you know I think that's really really important. Yeah. Um, I had to say though, it seemed like the best day, audience wise and music wise. Well, I guess I shouldn't say that. It depends for everyone. You know. Friday was more of, like, indie rock, I would say. And then Saturday had a lot more of, you know, like, the electronic, the rappers, things like that. And I think that maybe that's why. I feel like that appeals to a lot of college students, and they want to go to a festival that has that kind of music. Definitely. So I think that that may have been why Saturday was so popular. Sunday was another day that was pretty dead. It There was really – there was – I that was arguably the, the least people no was Sunday. Yeah, I mean, even Fantagram didn't have a lot of people, and they put on a great show. Wow. It was it was really remarkable. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering if maybe they should just go back down to only having it one day next year and just really jam-packing it. Yeah. Because, I mean, I even talked to people, and they, they hadn't really floated. They hadn't done anything except on I Saturday. I was surprised how many people weren't tubing. I know. It was really... I mean, because you went down to take pictures, right? And, I mean, it just seemed like a normal I only day. Saw, I, I saw people from Dawn's in Texas State Tubes across the river that they were busy. But as far as float fest floaters and tubers, there wasn't a whole lot going on. I think that's that says a lot, you know. I, I don't know. I guess I, the only thing I can think of is that the price was not as appealing yeah, this year. I you know, I mean, last that. year was a it was a really good bargain for your money. But you know, with anything, as it gets bigger and, and everything, they're going to charge more. Yeah. But I think it's really unique. Um, we would love to hear what you guys thought. I know some of you were definitely there. I met quite a few Texas State students. 
And that was something else that I thought was pretty unique was everybody that I met was just basically like the swimsuit, t-shirt, or even just bathing suits for some of them. It was very casual. And that's what a lot of artists remarked on was the fact that it seemed very laid back compared to the more commercialized like ACL, South by Southwest that they had played. And I don't know, I just, I thought that was really interesting because I definitely agree. I mean, take the, the Bright Light Social Hour performance, for example. People were laying on blankets. There was like hula hoop performers, like in the background, people were playing games, like Frisbee. I mean, you were out there taking photos. Did you notice that yeah, too? Yeah, I just liked the lifestyle of it. It was very laid back. People was, they were just in their own element, like just really com comfortable. And I think that's really great too because like something like ACL, you got to get there you know, two or three hours early, early if you have someone you really want to see. It's, it's a little bit stressful. It's fun. Like, I'm not knocking it for sure, but there's just something really nice about being able to, two if you wanted, being able to lay in the grass if you wanted, you know, being able to do kind of whatever you wanted. That's one thing I heard a lot of people say was how relaxing it was. Like, you could just kind of walk around and do your own thing and, like, chill on a blanket or... I mean, you had a lot of space to do stuff like that and not feel overcrowded or sweaty or hot or just, you know. Exactly. I just, I wish, you know, I wish more people, I feel like after this year they might make some changes because I definitely do recommend it. You know, it's extremely unique from, from some, some, some of the Austin festivals that we all know and love. But I don't know. I think it'll be interesting to see where it goes from here. Definitely. Um, to see what they do. Yeah, I know I know the river, I mean, there wasn't as many people, so the river wasn't as bad this year, but there was still a lot of trash. Yeah. And that's definitely something to consider. You know, you have to weigh the pros and cons of something like this. Yes, it's fun and, and everything, but we have to worry about, like, the nature side of it, too, I think. Yeah, and everybody living on the river oh, around the festival. Yes, um, the woman who measured... Yeah, there was a lady in Martindale who lived across the river, and she said her uh, decibel meter read 73. Yeah, see, that's, that's really not high for for uh, just being in your house. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? And then that went pretty late. It went until like 10:30 or 11. I know Ghostland didn't stop until after 12. Yeah, see, midnight. that's ridiculous. They can't do that to those poor people. Wow. And there is city ordinances about that, but of course, you know, I think they get waived sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, that is all that we have for you guys today. As always, you can read more about us and FloatFest and anything else that you would like at theuniversitystar.com and on our Twitter. Have a great day, guys. See you later.